This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to Round the Cauldron. My name is Megan, and I'm here to shed light on Wicca from a modern perspective. This podcast is produced every Monday, sometimes educational, sometimes philosophical, and always honest. So grab some coffee, pull up a seat, and join me around the cauldron. Hey guys, thanks for joining me for episode 16. Last week, we talked about the differences between monotheism, duotheism, and polytheism. This week, I'm going to talk about being a bad witch. Now, before we hop into it, let me just take a second to say hello to any new listeners out there. Hi, I'm glad you're here. Don't forget to leave a review wherever you listen to help others find me. Besides the podcast, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Round the Cauldron, on Twitter at Round the Cauldron without the D, and at my website, roundthecauldron.com, where you can find show notes and links for each episode. I also have a shop where you can get a tarot reading or one of my fancy and mystical crochet items. And lastly, you can help support this podcast for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com slash roundthecauldron. Okay, so I have an announcement. Um, it's like a, it's a repeat announcement from last week, I guess. Um, don't forget about my giveaway. Uh, if you haven't listened to episode 15, then you should go do that. Um, but I'm going to tell you right here. Anyways, um, I am giving away my rainbow chakra meditation shawl. So you can click the link in the show notes to go to the giveaway page. I am running it through Rafflecopter and there are ways that you can earn more than one entry. Um, It runs until June 29th, and some entries can be done once a day. Um, So don't forget that. The giveaway is open internationally, so don't worry if you're not in the U.S. So go check it out, and good luck. (laughs) Yes. Guess what? I'm a bad witch, guys. And you know what? That's okay. And I don't mean bad in a way like when people ask you, are you a good witch or are you a bad witch? Like, are you going to heal me or are you going to curse me? Um, I mean bad like I forget the uses and correspondences for different herbs and crystals, and I am that witch that will look at the calendar and realize, holy crap, tomorrow's Beltane, like I did this week. Because life happened and I got sick. Again. But hey, I'm here and I'm showing up because this is what I love doing. So, this episode goes out to all of you people who constantly feel like you're a bad witch or Wiccan or pagan or what have you. Because let's face it, 
in our world of technology and nonsense that we have to put up with on a regular basis every single day, it's really easy to get lost and just go through the motions. And it's also really easy to end up holding ourselves to higher standards than we would anyone else. So let's talk for a minute about Instagram, for example. If you're part of any community on Instagram, you'll likely see a lot of posts that match a certain aesthetic or goal, or you know, the pictures are just really pretty and colorful or something that you really aspire to be like. I'm not gonna lie, this happens to me all the time. You know, I follow some amazing witches and pagans on Instagram and they post these amazing pictures. And, you know, I catch myself thinking that I'm not good enough because I'm not doing that thing. Or I'm not good enough because I forgot about that thing. Or why doesn't my garden or altar or etc. whatever look like that? You know, what am I doing wrong? And you just really end up circling the drain of self-doubt and self-pity and end up just feeling really crappy about yourself. So um, let me tell you, stop it, knock it off, just, just stop it. You know, you have to remind yourself that, you know, and I do this too, I have to do this too. You have to remind yourself that things like Instagram and Facebook, Snapchat, whatever, are just glimpses into that person's life. They are the things that those people want you to see. You know, they're not going to show you bad things or the times when they mess up or the times when things just go wrong. Obviously, you know, they're going to show you the really pretty things. They're going to show you the really good things, the things that catch people's attention, you know? And, and sometimes the things that they post may not even be real. People do that, which is really crappy in and of itself. But, you know, it's social media and you can't control what other people do. Um, and even if it is real, even if that person happens to do things like that 100% of the time and their whole life is how you want to live or be or look, you have to know that you are you for a reason. Everything that you have done or that has happened in your life has made you the person that you are today. You can't compare yourself to everyone else around you or you're really just going to drive yourself up the wall. You know, there's an old saying, it's attributed to Albert Einstein, but I, I, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's wrong. Something like, oh God, what is it? Something like, everyone is a genius but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it'll live its whole life thinking it's stupid. I don't know, something like that. Um, and I think that fits here. Everybody is different. Everybody has different interests and different abilities. And you can't compare yourself to other people because they're not you. They might be doing something that you want to do. I mean, I do this all the time. I. I have a day job that I really would rather not have. I would rather, you know, make my living with this podcast and writing books and spreading information and 
being sort of like a freelancer and working for myself. But at this point in time, it's not feasible for me to just quit my day job and attempt to do that because then I run the risk of losing cars and not being able to pay rent and, you know, not being able to help provide food for my family. So that's, that's just not possible right now. Um, so I can't compare myself to the people who can do that because that we're in different spots and that's okay. And speaking of Instagram and Facebook, you know, it's, it's easy to take those pictures and idolize them. It's extremely easy to do so. You know, it's human nature to really want to be better, to do better, to learn more, or to have the best. And what does that say? Keep up with the Joneses. But if you're doing that, you're only, you're doing a disservice to yourself. You know, I see this so often with the newbie witches and Wiccans out there, and sometimes even the pagans, um, whichever, wherever they fall on the spectrum of pagan. You know, one of the first questions that they commonly ask is, what, what do I need to get started? What tools do I need? You, they see, well, this person has all of these tools, so I'm going to go out and buy them all. You know, and that's nice. That's something that you can afford to do, but let's be real. Let's face it. Most of us can't. Most of us are living day by day, paycheck to paycheck, and have more important things to worry about, like uh, rent and food, than whether or not we have the best looking athame out there, or whether or not we have the prettiest cauldron. You know, we need to, we need to keep it real with each other. Those aesthetic posts are nice to look at, and sometimes they can provide valuable information, but I'm not here to be someone's aesthetic. You know, I've thought about posting a lot more cutesy witch stuff or a lot more deep and mysterious things because those are the type of things that get people's attention, but it's just not me. You know, I'm not here to just get people's attention and have hundreds of thousands of followers on Instagram or Facebook. That's not why I'm here. I'm here to be an educator and build a community, you know, to pass on my knowledge and wisdom and random thoughts and opinions to other people who might benefit from what I have to say. If we can keep it real with each other, and not post photos or quotes or anything just for the sake of keeping up with your aesthetic, then maybe the new witches and Wiccans would feel better about not having all the right tools when they first start out. Maybe they would feel better about not knowing everything right off the bat. Keeping, you know, keeping it real with ourselves and our community is helpful not only to us, but to those on the outside as well. Because if we're just posting things for aesthetic and because it looks pretty or it looks mysterious or it looks cool, anybody from the outside looking in 
might have a hard time taking us seriously. And I know that's something that a lot of us want. You know, we don't want the your your standard person in society, your typical person in society, to think that we're nuts. <laughs> to think that we're just doing this because we're stuck in la la land and we can't let go of the fairy tales from our childhood. Trust me, I've heard that before. And I don't know. I don't know where, I don't really know where I was going with that. Um, just that we need to be honest with, with each other. We need to keep it real with each other. And we need to be transparent about the things that we do. You know, I mean, I have, I have a lot of people that listen to this podcast. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you that every single full moon I am outside, I'm doing a ritual, and I am honoring my gods and goddesses. No, that doesn't happen. I don't have time for that. <laughs> Even for each Sabbath, you know, I, I don't always have time for a full-blown ritual. And that's okay, because it reminds me of when I was a kid. My grandparents are Latter-day Saints. They belong to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. They are Mormon. And when I was a kid, I was at my grandma's house, and she was not feeling well. But she was getting up and getting dressed and going to go to church even though she was dog sick. And I asked her, Grandma, why are you going to church if you don't feel good? And she said, because I have to. And I said, but you don't have to go to church to worship God. And she said, yes, you do. And I am still of the opinion that you don't have to go to church to worship God. And I think that's why I am not always about the rituals. Because... The magic is in the mundane. You know, celebrating celebrating Beltane this year, for example, it's... I've been spending more time outside. We're getting our garden ready. We're getting our greenhouse ready. We're spending more time together as a family. And I don't need an elaborate ritual to feel the spirit of Beltane when I'm doing these things already. I feel the spirit of Beltane in the air. I know that the gods and goddesses see me and see what I'm doing and know that I'm living my truth. And I don't need a ritual to do that. But, you know, and, and don't even get me started on forgetting the dates of the Sabbaths because that's something I do a lot. All the time. You know? And... It can be embarrassing for me because I've been practicing Wicca for more than 10 years, but I've also been through a hell of a lot in those 10 years that have nothing to do with Wicca. You know, I can't hold myself to the standards of someone who has no other obligations or who has no hardships in life that they're having to go through and who can practice their faith as they see fit or who don't have a family that they have to provide for or a day job that they have to go to. And I, I can't hold myself to the standards of someone 
who has been practicing their entire life and was taught the dates of the Sabbath and their stories as a child. Because I wasn't. I barely started learning when I was a teenager. And even then, you know, the access to information I had was limited. So, I'm a bad witch. I'm a bad Wiccan. Because I forget things. Because life gets busy. Because I'd rather be true to myself and worship and practice my faith in a way that suits me, my life, and my family's needs rather than living to please other people and trying to keep up with an aesthetic and a way of life that doesn't fit me. So let me tell you one of the things I've learned over the course of my education, you know, which you're not, and in my experience in the working field. One of my old bosses used to tell me that it's not about memorizing and regurgitating information. If you have the knowledge and you understand it, great. But that's not all it's about. It's also about how you use the resources that are available to you. There's no way, no possible way, that the average person can remember every single detail about every single subject that interests them. And that's okay. As long as you know how to use the resources at your disposal or how to get in touch with someone who can help you, then you're doing just fine. I was scrolling through Twitter yesterday, I don't know, sometime here recently, and I saw a tweet from this person who has like a PhD in physics or something, super smart person, um, and they work for NASA or something like that, and they're talking about how they were going along and doing this thing, and then all of a sudden they had to stop and look up the formula for calculating the area of a circle, I think it was which is normally something you learn in geometry in high school. And it's a perfect example of how you don't have to memorize every single thing. You just have to know how to use the resources that are available to you. You just have to know how to use Google and filter through and weed through the in good information versus the bad information. It's, it's okay to not have a photographic memory, guys. It's cool. Don't worry about it. And if you don't like being a bad witch, there are things that you can do to help out. You know, I've even started doing them for running my site and this podcast because my day job, the chores around the house, family time, taking care of my child, um, spending time with my partner, they can all make my head sort of a jumble of ideas and things that I need to remember to do. And then the more information you cram in there, the more information you're going to forget because it just falls out to make room. One of those things that I find to be helpful is making a to-do list or a task list or a reminder list. I've started using this app um, called Wonderlist. And, no, this isn't a sponsor. Not sponsored by Wonderlist. Although, you know, if they're listening, hey, you can sponsor me. <laughs> um, I, I just like the app. It's available as a mobile app, but also as a web app. So if I want to open it up on my computer and add things because it's easier for me, I can. And then once I do that, it syncs to the app on my phone through my account. You should also get a calendar. 
I've got this really, really pretty one by this, I think she's an indie artist, um, named Nicole Pyre, and I'll link to it in the show notes, but it's just a gorgeous calendar, and I bought it because it's cats, but it's also witchy, and that's the best combination. So, you know, just take some time to sit down and plan out your week. Is there a Sabbath coming up? Is there an SBAC? Do you want to take time to study herbs and crystals? Plan it out and keep a track, you know, keep track of your plans. It's also a time when a book of shadows can come in handy. Um, and I'll be the first to admit that, yes, I have a beautiful book that I got for my birthday last year that I plan on making my book of shadows. But guess what? It's empty. It's empty because I'm a bad witch with motivation issues. <laughs> but uh, anyway, don't forget that your book of shadows can also be digital. It doesn't have to be a physical book with your own handwriting. However, you know, depending on your tradition, that might not be true. If you're a, an eclectic witch with bad handwriting and without a coven like me, then go for it. Type out your book of shadows. If you're afraid someone is going to find it on your computer, password protect it. Write it in Google Docs. You know, there's a ton of things you can do to help keep it safe and private if that's what you want. Um, you can even use something like Evernote because um, that is also like Wonderless. They have a web app and a mobile app um, that lets you have different books within a book to organize your files and information. And that's part of the reason that I don't have a written book of shadows because I'm a perfectionist and I like things to be organized. I can't do that effectively with a hardbound book. Hell, you can even use a binder for your book of shadows. You know, if writing your book of shadows is going to help you remember when things are and what things mean, then do that. You know, find something that works for you. You've also got to stop holding yourself to those unnecessary standards that might be hard for you to achieve. You have to give yourself a break and realize that sometimes life just happens. You should also 100% ignore anyone out there who tells you that you suck because you forgot that it was Beltane, or that you're not a real witch because you didn't do a full moon ritual, or you're not a real witch because you only have one crystal and no tools. Um, yeah, kindly tell them to go away. Um, I keep this podcast PG, so I try to keep my language to, to a minimum. Um, I would use different words because my dad is a truck driver and <laughs> I have a, a mouth. Um, yeah, kindly tell them to go away because they need to mind their own business. What you do and how you practice is no one's business but yours. Unless you're breaking the law, that is different. Um, and so what if you forgot that it was Beltane? You know, I think it's better to honor the Sabbaths when you have time than to not honor them at all. And, you know, like I said before, it holds true, especially in my life. You think I'm going to be able to hold a full-blown Beltane ritual since Beltane is in the middle of the week? Absolutely not. I've got a kid to pick up from school, a day job I have to go to, a family and a home I have to take care of. The gods aren't going to mind if I celebrate Beltane a few days late, if I even do a ritual at all. It's not like modern life and the Christianized world 
that we live in allow for me to go to my boss and say, hey, hey, it's it's Beltane this week and I need this day off. I mean, legally I can, but it's not actually feasible, you know, not when I'm required to take the major Christian holidays off like Easter and Christmas. I don't get paid holidays. I can't afford to miss that time at work. I don't even like leaving work when I'm sick because I know that I'm missing out on money I need to support my family. So no, those people that tell you you're not a real witch or you're a crappy witch for realizing that life gets in the way of your faith sometimes, those are crappy people. Those are the people who are passing judgment when they shouldn't be. (sighs) Okay, I got a little ranty. I'm sorry. I guess that's what happens when when you get sent home from work uh, because you're running a fever and you're literally not allowed at work with a fever. Oh well. Um, You know, it gave me some much needed downtime to relax or try to relax anyway since I feel like crap. Uh, Just remember, guys, it's okay to be a bad witch as long as you're a bad witch with good intentions. Until next time, everyone. Bye! I just wanted to say thanks again for taking the time out of your day to listen to my podcast. It really means a lot to me that so many of you listen. And I know I don't have hundreds of listeners, but that's okay. You know, as, as long as you're getting something out of the things I have to say, I'm happy. And don't be afraid to reach out to me. I don't bite, and I will always be here to listen and help if I can. Please consider supporting this podcast through Patreon at patreon.com slash roundthecauldron. Follow the show on social media and feel free to reach out with any questions, comments, concerns, or suggestions at roundthecauldron at gmail.com. Show notes and links for each episode can be found at roundthecauldron.com.